0: Hi, I'm Brandy J, and welcome to my podcast, Voices of Courage. I hope that you enjoy this content and really take something from it. I want every episode to be an experience. One where you felt like after you were done, you left with a party bag, something of value. So just know, Voices of Courage is a place for people to share their voices and for people to hear those voices so let's go ahead and enjoy my podcast Voices of Courage thank you for your support up everybody this is the girl brandy jay here with voices of courage today i have with me an amazing oh might i say an amazing guest by the name of robert fireman people fireman rob is with us today how you doing <laughs>
1: Oh, i'm doing so good so good i'm so excited to be on this show and uh you know like you know like we had talked about before it's just gonna be about telling good stories
0: Yes, 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 most definitely. May we start? May we ask you? May I ask you a question? Yeah, oh, I can't. <laughs> number one is how many uh, shows have you done so far? Oh, I've
1: I've probably been on probably a few hundred podcasts by now, Ooh, yeah. um, and I've I actually have my own podcast that I've done over a hundred episodes as well. So this is something that I love to do because it gives stories, gives messages, gives different perspectives. And it's so powerful for individuals to have.
0: Yeah, most definitely. That's amazing you have that energy that you've been on so many and you have your own too. So I, I'm, I'm just loving the, the energy. So I know you totally get it and you... Go with the flow, right? <laughs> well,
1: that's the, that's the thing. Is like you know, in my in my line of work, you got to start the fire every single time you go in. No, you got to put out the fire. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you caught me there. I was
1: like, <laughs> gotcha. I'm just seeing if you're ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of fires, I mean, darn it. Speaking of fires, can I don't know for me, I, I would. I don't think fires are cool. You know, I I I think they. I mean, unless they're warming you up. you know there's a benefit (laughs) but what's even better is there's someone if it gets out of hand out of line that comes along and puts that fire out for you
1: yeah it's you know it's a it's a great career to be in it's one of those things where you know a lot of people have done it for many many years and for me I've done it for 22 years now and a lot of um People have it in their in their lineage. A lot of their parents and their grandparents have done mm-hmm. it. For me, I, I'm the first generation of it mm-hmm. in my family, and uh, my son really wants to do it. But uh, it's it's one of those career fields that's it's not always easy. It's not uh, like it lo- It's not Chicago Fire. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's it's not everything is uh, sunshine and rainbows, and, and it ends after 30 minutes um <laughs> we do 24 hour shifts. It's, it's it's a long day you got to have a good strong family and that's one of the greatest things about the fire services is, is that family that, uh, that the collaboration and everybody is in there for each other the brothers and sisters
0: yeah yeah you you hit on a lot of key points right now like um, you know what comes behind it like no one just quicks something like i'm gonna put out fires or you know like there, there's something there
1: yeah. you know what i mean
0: where you you've seen it you like, there's a, I think it's like a purpose that God put, puts within you. You're not like going through, like, I think of being a firefighter would be a nice one. <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> things that come with it. And you also said with your son, too, like, there's, it wouldn't be easy for you to be like, yeah, you should do that. So, because you know what comes with it, the dangers and, uh, you know, just like what it does. Like, it's hard for a family, you are not like behind somebody like, yeah, go be a, you know, you're like, oh my. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like that's like somebody going into the, the military to be an officer, like your life, you're putting your life on the line right. to do a greater cause. Right. Right.
1: It's a it's How a big, it's a big working. choice.
0: Yeah. yeah like, what, a, what brought you to that situation? So, to that clarity that that's what you wanted to do.
1: You hit it early on it, like a purpose, you know, it's, it, it is, a, it's a bigger purpose. And most of my life has been centered around helping others and, and being in that, um, the jobs that are be part of something that's bigger than yourself, and firefighting was perfect from that perspective because it, it allowed me to have a dynamic atmosphere, but at the same time have that adrenaline, have that ability to um, be part of something bigger than myself, which was you know my firehouse, my fire company, the, the whole department, and then you know brothers and sisters throughout the country and the world. Is it is definitely a calling because it's not easy mentally, it's not easily easy physically, and especially as I've gotten older. Um, I wish I got younger. It would be be actually more advantageous, but as I got older, it it, it got more difficult because the strains and physicality were harder, but also at the same point, you just constantly compile up all these mental traumas. And that's the hard part. Like you were mentioning with my son, it's like, that's the hard part of saying, Hey, you know, go for it. Because like you said, you know what the the penalty is, what, what the, you know, everything that's going to compile on top of you. And that's a hard thing to say. Yeah. Everything is great. Um, I love the career field, but it, but it is hard. It's you have to be ready for something that's going to challenge you, not just at work, but at home as well.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. How does that work for, for let me ask you like uh, how do you, you know, say for instance, uh, your family, it's like, oh, we well, understand that's what you want to do, but how do you comfort them? How do you come to a place where you're like, this is what I want to do? But how do you tell your, how do you uh, put your loved ones to ease when you, these are, this is what you want to go do? How does someone handle that? And how did you? That?
1: That's a, that- Great question because it's so, it's it's a hard one because realistically, there's so much unknown that, that factors in and, you know, obviously everybody knows like Chicago Fire and like a Backdraft and all these other movies and the, the reality of the situation is it's kind of like in the military where they know that the consequences that could come about, they know the risks and rewards that can come about and sometimes it's just not having to address it. Um, I think that's the hard thing is like you have to live every single moment differently. Um, And when I come home, I want to live that moment at home. When I'm at work, it's, they have, it's a different life for them. 96 days out of the year, I'm not existing at home. I'm at the firehouse for 24 hours. And that's a hard reality, but you have to have some strong family bonds, Mm -hmm. some strong family understanding to be able to do that. It's, is it, is it challenging and, and do they have like mental anguish, just worrying about what's going on? Oh, completely. But the hard thing is you have to compartmentalize and figure out like what you can handle. And then the rest of it, you just gotta go, well, I'll see him at 7am in the next morning and and go from there. And it's, it's not an easy thing for the family. I mean, for me, like I get to go, it's kind of like, let's put it this way. Like when you have kids and, and they're playing sports and you're like, Oh, you know, this, if you just did this or if you just did that, it's it's so funny because we get more stress watching because we have no tangible um, uh, ability to make the outcome what it, what it should be. <laughs> Same yeah. thing with the firefighting is <laughs> like I go in and I know what I can do. I know what the people next to me can do. But your family can't. They have no tangible ability to dictate what the outcome is going to be. And so that's super stressful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and people understand, like, uh, when people react in a certain way, that there's a, there's this reason, you know, behind it. It's not like somebody just completely being irrational. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like something that's making them, you know, like, oh, I can't really, you know, so there's. Yep. And it's because they love you (laughs) and they want you to know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's like a a
1: double-edged sword. It's like, I love you, but I'm going to cause you this pain as well.
0: Yeah, and very honorable on the other side of it that when they speak of you, they're like, he's this amazing person, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Gosh, I wish he would just. (laughs) 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 Right. Exactly. But it's like that end, like both part understanding. And I think that is what we're missing um, in this world. Right. It's like this 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 like what's going on now, right? Yep. I wanted to ask you from your perspective and from someone because I find I find and I know there's people like you can uh, like we spoke before there's the military, there's firemen, there's there's nurses, teachers, you know. That's so so right. you're not you're you but you if you really think on you're like all those things, but you here we are fighting wrong. What do you from from your perspective what you see going on right just everything you see from two twenty, well when did it start this yeah, you know yeah. the p word the v word p word yeah exactly <laughs> 2020 <laughs> until now and then the the new then the new like uh, shit the war that's going yeah, on right yeah. now yeah as, as as a hero because i see you as a hero what what do you see in front of you right now you
1: know i think the thing that i see is i see um strong individuals. I think that's the that's the interesting thing that we come out of this and we always hear the bad and I think that's the hardest the hardest part is you know that's what a lot of people's mind gravitates towards is the bad is the bad. but right. when we when we look at it from a from a, a bigger perspective, you see that we continue to move forward. you know, falling forward is still moving forward. And there's so many people in this in this world and, um, you know, in the United States and that help us to continue to move forward without asking for anything, without worrying about what other people are going to worry about or think of what they're going to do. We continue to move forward together. And there's a there's a greater number of us that are moving forward together than apart. And I think that's the hardest thing that we have going on right now is that we're a lot Um, of people feel like we're, we're in separate silos and we're in separate different areas. But truly, when you look at it from a greater perspective, that we are all moving forward together, maybe at different paces, maybe in different places. But at the same point, we are, we are resilient individuals um, that continue to show our resilience uh, through pandemics, through, you know, civil civil injustices, through wars, through, you know, economic I- issues. We continue to show that we can continue to move forward and work through it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is making sure that we all have, uh, you know, um, patient tolerance is what I always talk about, is we have to have tolerance of each other. Not, we're not all going to be alike. You know what? If we were, this would be very boring.
0: (laughs) 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 You you know,
1: there'd be no podcast because everybody would be talking the same thing. The biggest thing is we have to understand that there's so many different points in this world and and a lot of people, and and sometimes we can't change people's perspectives. So being able to have patient uh, tolerance is, is so critical. And that can actually help us to understand at a greater perspective, what other people are like. And maybe when we do that, then we can actually start to uh, craft something that looks great for the majority of us and not just have individuals saying, Hey, this is how we should do it. This is how we should do it. It's like, no, how can we all do it together? And I think we do that almost subconsciously, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, There's a lot more people that do it subconsciously than we think.
0: Yeah, it's very true. Very true. I hope you can't see my tears. That are-
1: <laughs> I, no, I, I, yeah.
0: it's,
1: a, it's an emotional, it's, it's such an emotional thing to have. And I think that's um, the, having tears is meaning you care. And I think that's, that's what we have to have is we have to have that level of caring and uh, trust me. Throughout this whole thing, I've I have to live in my basement for a year when COVID first came out because we didn't know, and I was exposed mm-hmm. to it all the time at the at work. And for my family, it was just not it was not worth it. But I didn't get to see them. I got the I got the microwave meals passed through like down, <laughs> down into the basement. <laughs> and I'm sitting down there eating. I mean, I, I gained weight. I I was eating a terrible meals, but it was so. Um, it was what we had to do, and I think that's that's what we look at a lot of people nowadays. And you have to look at the positives over the negatives. Um, are there going to be negatives? Oh, yes. I'm not. I'm not a you know a utopic society kind of person because that's not that's not reality. Reality is is that you know when tragedy hits or when trauma hits, I'm seeing more people running into the fires than I'm seeing running away from the fires and and leaving people behind.
0: Right.
1: And that's what that's what makes our society great. That's what makes our people great. It doesn't gender, ethnicity, where you're from, what you like to eat, you know, what kind of car you drive, what job you have. It does not matter. We have a lot of great people in this world. And it's just maybe taking a step back and looking and seeing those great people instead of just the people that are not doing good.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I was talking about that the other day. I said, uh. we focus so much on the bad, the negative, and, you know, you have the media and social media. That's what like people like. And so that's what they, and then, you know, it it caught, it, it does something to us. And so that's what they're focused on the most. And so we don't see the good which the good is there. And so we tend to like, be like, yeah, you know, we, we always are going to give the negative, the more attention and, and, and then not believe that there are great people, no matter how you break it down, like you said, through gender, race, or anything. You look at racism and be like, but there's so many good people that are not those things that we see. Right. Gender, There's so many, in each all, all together, yeah. right? And, you know, and so, I mean, I, I see it as uh, that's what they want. It brings us to a lower level of energy, you yeah. know, and then if we look past that, and then we just realize that. Like, even if you're like you, you're a good person. So you know, if I'm a good person, then there's got to be more like me.
1: <laughs> there, there, yeah, <laughs> there does. I'm not the only one.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: and I'm not good all the time. That's the hard part.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we got to de- define like, well, what is really good? Like, what like, is well, good? Yeah, exactly. I would farm. You know, but I do like to. You know, my wife tells me not to eat those. What's the cookie? I what, ate the what, last what? cookie yesterday. I mean, what can <laughs> I do? <laughs> right, right, right. So yes, I, I mean, I also. I, okay, so this is a question. Oh man, what? I always like to enlighten the listeners too. Yes, and nobody, nobody can think of. uh because there's so many areas with you that I would love to cover. No one could think of a situation for someone in your, that does what you do to be enlightening or funny. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what, for you as what you do, like, have you had a moment in problem? There's been some that has been like, dude, you remember that day? That shit was funnier. <laughs> oh,
1: we have so <laughs> many of those that, you know, humor is such a huge part of the fire service. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. It's like it, it is. I mean, we, we're practical jokers. Um, you have to have very thick skin um, because we just rip on each other. It's <laughs> not because we're being mean. It's because that is that is that is our conversation level. That is how we have fun. Um, you know, there's <laughs> there's been so many just weird situations that have happened that you sit back and you look and you go. How, how did that even happen i mean we've we've had uh you know we've flowered people we've had water fights i mean all sorts of good stuff you know <laughs> that you, good good old good old resin in the firehouse but I
0: you think flower people yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah it's it's amazing you can use flour in so many different ways like <laughs> <and> stuff, <yeah. laughs> it's all in good it's all in good fun i think so you know it's 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 one of those things for um the mental stress that we go through, uh, on a yeah. daily basis and it's cumulative. It's not, you know, we could have maybe, you know, four or five calls in one day and not have really as, as traumatic calls. But the problem is, is that in our mindsets, we have, um, this cumulative trauma that we've went through. And so it's whether you didn't have a lot of sleep or something at home, maybe was bad or something else, some somewhere. Um, it's that humor that really kind of keeps us, going it keeps that mindset going it keeps just the levity of what you actually have to do on a daily basis it gives you a little reprieve every once in a while and that's that's completely and utterly what we need all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah totally I can understand that it's like an always bet, like you you need it like I tell people like humor is necessary. Oh yeah you know uh crying and letting out we have these emotions for a reason and and to be able to use them and versus like that's not funny. Why don't you laugh? Like, you know, yeah, you have to laugh at the, even the most critical situations in life because that helps you to. It helps.
1: <laughs> it, it, it completely you know? does. It Definitely. completely does. It it puts you in a different mind frame. Is like uh, that's the one big thing about emotions and a lot of people. And I uh, speak on emotional intelligence a lot, and I think the one thing that people don't understand about emotion is we're we're a lot better at. Um, uh, Keeping our emotions away, tucking them away in a, closet, in a closet, not allowing other people to see how we feel, what we feel, when we feel it. When, in all actuality, if you actually just released emotions at certain times, and you're actually able to understand how you can process things better, you're able to actually understand how you can uh, interact with people better, which is yeah. amazing. You know, <laughs> figuring out how to interact mm-hmm. with people better—that's that's that's a critical aspect and we're all emotional beings and for a lot of people they see the fire service as you know like stoic and you can't cry and you can't have emotions and you can't feel bad about that and you know I, bs bs yes. you have to i did for a long time though that's the problem is i tucked it away because that was what i thought i had to do and you know now 22 years later it's like i, I realized that that was more dr- traumatic than anything it's like to not be able to cry every once in a while to not be able to have a laugh or or just Mm -hmm. you know kind of criticize yourself for things (laughs) um Mm -hmm. that's so critical
0: very critical i mean i see it differently like when i see you guys i'm like they have to they must because you do so much you watch and you've no one looks at you've watched a lot of loss you know i mean because as much wins as you have you've seen so much traumatic and to still keep going through and fighting through it. You just don't get up and say, this is what I want to do today. You know what I mean? Like that takes um, something within a a person to say that that is um, really amazing. That's amazing for you to wake up and that's what you want to do with your life. So with that, for me, I see it comes with empathy like you have to i, I don't see an asshole because my saying no that's that true fire. yeah you fuck that fire <laughs> 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 like there's no way yeah. Yeah. i mean like go, go sit down somewhere this person will this person chose you know what i mean to do something so amazing for others put themselves in a situation and, and like even talking to you now it's not a surprise that you're so um easygoing and you can just tell like yeah you are not like so critical of people <laughs> <You didn't think laughs> it more.
1: well that's the hard thing is like is you know there's there's days when you're at work and and you have you're on your 11th call and it's a struggle to continue the empathy like if Cause you go from, you know, minor call, like somebody stubble their toe and you're like, really, you called 911 for this <laughs> to, to somebody who's, you know, battling cancer and they're sad that they had to call 911 to take you, take you to the hospital. And you're, there's so the, the diversity of calls is so hard and you see the strain, you know, it's anywhere from like you were saying before nurses and, and teachers, the strain is so great because, um, of that diversity of what you're dealing with you're you're not just dealing with this you know well here's the problem and here's the solution it's like you know, here's the problem here's another one here's another, problem, here's, another problem, here's another problem here's another problem here's another problem can you find the solution it's like where's waldo and the whole time you have to have that, that empathy not to you know rip out the book and say i don't really care where waldo is um it's not easy
0: no, it's not, it's not. You have to have those, those qualities. Like you said, like, you know, it, it, not, everything's not for everybody, you know? <laughs>
1: Better words have never been said. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> you know, you know, Rob, I also saw you, you, there's a book. Yes, yes, right? I wrote a, a book. book. Yes, and yep. um, first of all, I want to start by saying, I was just telling my partners this, right? Like I said, um, you know, like, names like uh, titles I said and your logos and covers of things they're very important that's why they're necessary. Yeah I said but you know because a lot of people don't get to the but like don't judge a book by its cover. You're not it's supposed like everybody to everybody does tell you <laughs> it can make a damn difference. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that I
1: did did something good. It was good. Right? Yeah, the, I I the book was uh it was something out of uh, that I did out of passion because um, I needed to have something that I bring along. That because when you go keynote speech uh, speaking is, I'll go and I'll speak, and then it's like, okay, now what can they do? You know, it's like it's it's that I don't. Some people call it the Tony Robbins uh, feeling. It's like they'll go to the weekend, they'll be like woohoo, and then they'll get to Monday and be like, <laughs> now what? Um, and The book was really uh, made it so that people could take away what I talk about, the seven catalysts, um, uh, passion, ownership, decisions, emotional control, resilience, faith over fear and mental strength, and really make the book their own. Take it, write in it, um, make sure that they take notes, make sure that they do the activities at the end. And I wrote it um, so that any fireman or firewoman could read it because we... uh, Personally, I like picture books. Um, <laughs> I don't want too yeah, I don't want too many words. I mean, come on, let's let's get this real.
0: Um, right. and I made it
1: entertaining for people so that they could take it and they could read a chapter and, and go reread a chapter um, if they want to. It's it's an interactive book. It's not like a storytelling novel. And I think it was so important for me to do that so that uh, people can take away it and if they need to pull it out, read it and apply it to their
0: life. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, everyone, At first, let me just say again, I see my son. I can pull him out of his room right now. How much does mommy love firemen? <laughs> 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 look, we'll be walking, and he'll be like, I'll be like, look at that fire truck. He's like, mom, there's nobody in it. I'm like, what's your point? Like, <laughs> what's your, Doesn't matter. <laughs> right? As soon as you see it, I don't know <laughs> if, if this is a thing, and it has to be a thing, but I could see, uh, I'm not even going to lie. I could see, I could see a, a uh, ambulance. I could see a police car. I could see a lot of things. I see a fire truck. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm seeing the tracks. what is it? Is it
0: the color? Like, what is it? I know you guys get this a lot. This is a thing in the world. I know this, right? And I, know, like, yeah. I had some of my friends, I was like, so let's, what is it about that? Like, Do You have to be hot to be a fireman. <laughs> and then I went through a list and I saw older men that were firemen and they were like, I was like, Oh my, he's really nice. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I have not been able to decipher what it is, but damn near, I'm going to say it's my all my life. Not yeah. really. You know they have places you can go? Like, okay, I live right like, this is me here. Yeah. Walk out this door. I live next to the police station, literally. I can I oh. open the door and say, hello. hello. Making y'all back. <laughs> I've been here for 10 years, right? Oh, wow. I don't really want to go hang out with them. It's not my thing. Yeah. I was, I was like, so where, where is the club or, like, the after hours for the firemen? Like, where do they do? <laughs> where
1: is their party house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, who it's knows?
0: Yeah. It's always a thing. Like, I was walking today. I was like, I was like. <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is, right? And, and it has nothing to do with that poll. I swear, because I don't. That, do you guys have Is it? Is that for real? A fire you hole. Hole in the,
1: in the every every uh, there's only a few stations left that actually have them. Um, they've yeah. kind of taken them out. There's a lot of <laughs> mainly like one floor stations now. I mean, yeah. imagine waking up at two a.m. and trying to slide down that thing. And sometimes there are <laughs> two three floors. I mean, that's it is not a uh, comfortable thing. It's probably the most dangerous thing that we do <laughs> before a fire. <laughs> Whose
0: idea was that? Who did you think did that? Who put that there?
1: <laughs> you know, it was a good idea at the time because it got us there quickly, and you, you didn't have to do the yeah. stairs and all that stuff. But it was—it's just not a, a <laughs> especially as you get older. You're just like, no, I'll take the stairs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in because I was like, I'm actually talking to. I won't harass you, just put it like that. I promise you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's perfect. I promise yeah. you. I promise you. <laughs> okay, Rob, you have a YouTube. I noticed also too. You have you do you have a you have a YouTube, right?
1: Yep. Fireman so Rob you, Inspires. Yeah. Yep. And I'm actually uh, updating it and uh okay. making some new uh videos and putting together some new things because like you said, you know, in the start of this is that there's so much need right now for something that's positive that to put out there for people to just consume it in small bites. You can't have uh, a 30, 45 minute video that somebody's sitting there going, okay, when do I get expired? When is the impact coming? You know, <laughs> it has to be something that's going to be consumable for people, especially nowadays. So that should be coming out. I've got a lot of things coming out this summer, um, but uh, yeah. Definitely,
0: it's gonna be fun. Okay, you know, I definitely want to ask you because I know from you being a firefighter, like you're like that person that I know you always think of different ways for someone to save themselves to help themselves mm. before you get there. What would you? Okay, so in in your book, in your video, and just in general, for even for a child, because I, I I I was a teacher, but right before COVID, so nine years, mm-hmm. um, I was even still podcasting and still building, but um, I'm advocating. I'm, I'm starting this program for. You know, I'm seeing the suicide rate. People don't want to talk about it. Hike That's up. Crazy. Yeah. Right. So everything I, I do really does reflect around our, our foundation, our youth, our future. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you, and it can still benefit somebody, a person just in general, but what is it that, like when it comes to children, to empower them, that you would tell them or something they can go to or do when a situation gets? the word, gets so hot, you know what yeah. I mean, that, because this one I didn't plan, I didn't plan this question here. No, actually. I like this. What can empower somebody that finds themselves in a situation, because I, I feel like, for instance, like all children, especially when they come to that age, they should know some type of first aid, um, CPR, you know what I mean, as soon as they can do, because they do a lot of things and you think like, well, why can't they do this? <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. What what can empower a child in a situation where it might seem too huge, right? But right. they can do so. Say, for instance, there's something like a fire, or and I, and I really don't know how to word this right now. It right. Just- no,
1: I I I think I think I, um, from a perspective, like. Two things that I talk about, um, and I think they're, they're so huge for kids, is one is faith over fear. And it's faith in yourself. Um, I think a lot of kids are constantly, as they're growing up, I have three kids, so it's understanding that as they're growing up, they're constantly trying to figure out who they are and where they fit in. And realistically, the biggest thing that you have to have is that faith in yourself. And that's that really comes from your purpose, that comes from your drive, for, comes from your passion. And for kids, I think, you know, as we look at where we're going and as we look at what has happened in this world, I always say, uh, you know, your, your purpose and your passion, you know, that's it's really your strength. That's where your strength comes from. And for kids to start to understand how to identify that purpose or passion of what they love to do. And it's going to change. You know, if I had the same passion that I had when I was 10 years old, I'd still be making Legos, but (laughs) I don't, but it's so powerful for the kids, for parents to have their kids kind of identify what they love to do. And if it changes every day, great, but they're starting to learn at a young age, what it is that I need to do to identify why I love doing something and why I'm going to do it even more, why I'm going to push past the pain, why I'm going to push past that uncomfortable challenge that somebody says... You can't do that. It's like, well, yeah, I can because I want to. That's something that's in my soul. That's something that's in my heart. And that will give them that faith in themselves over the fears, the fears of what other people will say, the fears of, you know, unknown, which is probably the biggest fear that everybody deals with right now. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, know what you can do. And then that's the best that can happen. That's really all that you can do. My dad always said, control the controllables. Mm -hmm. And it's such a powerful statement because realistically, there's so many things in this world that we can't control. There's so many things in our daily lives that we Mm -hmm. can't control. And if we just fix our mindset on controlling what we can control, you can get through each day. You can thrive through each day because you're going to be focused on what the important things are and not the things that are like, well, why why aren't they thinking like me? Well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's it's what I'm going to do to move forward. And I think so realistically going back to that is, you know, your strength is in your passion. Find your passion as a kid. Find your purpose. If you have to do it daily, do it daily. It's awesome. Just write it down. And then understand who you are as a person and that that, that is that is your worth. That is who you are. Nobody else can take that away from you. Nobody else can tell you that you're less than that. You have to continue to move forward with that faith in yourself over all the fears that surround us. And those two things, I think, for kids, if they if they focus on those two things, I think they'll get into their adulthood and they'll go, I, I think I'm ahead of most people. And I understand what I'm going to do more in life than, I, you know, the other people do. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Most definitely. That's that certainty. You know, like people, a lot of people don't have that. And they be like, oh, I don't have it. You can't have it. And it's like people know when they know. <laughs> yep. yeah. who they are, what their purpose is. They're like, no, trust me. I know. Yep. And like you said, it starts with um, parenting and, and helping yes. your child along and knowing their worth and what their purpose is.
1: Right. Right. And, and it's, it's simple conversations, you know, it's simple mm-hmm. conversation. Okay. And, and I think, you know, that's a, it's a huge way of, of um, you know, a lot of times people say they're limited by you know, what their parents taught them or limited by their situations or limited by this is where you don't have to have limits. Your, your purpose and your passion, what's in your mind can be limitless because the biggest thing that we have on our sides, you know, whether we have money, whether we have skills, abilities, whatever it is, the biggest asset that we have that nobody else has is effort. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is solely you. That is solely you. You can you can be the most unathletic person, but you can still make a uh, basketball, baseball team, whatever you want to do. It's all effort. It's time and commitment. Right?
0: Like if you don't do it, then you can't really say you couldn't or you didn't or you want.
1: Right, right. You can't you, if you if you start off by saying I I, I can't do this because I don't have the abilities. It's like, well, you're right. You just told yourself you're right. Yeah,
0: it started here. <laughs> right.
1: Yep. That was, and that's
0: the kicker. It all starts here.
1: Yeah. Don't lose the keys to start that mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. I love it. I definitely, I definitely want people to to hear your words, follow you, because, I mean, who better than you? There's something about what you do in particular that just it's a broad. It's kind of like seeing like you. You can't help but be such a compassionate person because you're like, yo, I've seen so <laughs> but, you know what I mean they call me for this thing but you're but there's more to it and right. so when it comes to your book and to and to YouTube and everything you do where where can people go to find to find you
1: so they can go to firemanrob.com it has all of my it has access to my book um I will be actually uh there'll be an online course that'll be coming out um this summer that'll be kind of fun it's it goes over all the stuff it it's it's like the book but expanded edition of the book um and it has my podcast on there it has uh, my social media channels, everything is on there at firemanrob.com. And um, I'm always uh, actually on the comments section. Um, actually, those emails come directly to me. I don't I don't have an intermediary that takes my emails, So um, any questions or anything like that, they come straight to me. So that's always a good thing.
0: Awesome. 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 I, I, I love it. I love it. So where where can we also go as single women to find more men like you? <laughs> like- <laughs> well it's uh
1: firemanstore.com <laughs> <laughs> are
0: people were like yes uh, <laughs> <can> think <laughs> so about uh, it's like
1: that's
0: that doesn't exist uh,
1: there's a there's a lot of them out there there's a lot of them out there and it's uh, you know i think it's um like like we we're talking about before i think it's it's having that those conversations with people you never thought you'd have conversations with and stepping outside of our comfort zones, because there's so many great people out there that are waiting to meet other great people. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, like, for so long, we've been kind of in this little the bubble. And now we're kind of branching outside of that bubble and starting to remember how to introduce ourselves to people. Yeah. And actually, we can see their mouths now, too.
0: Right, <laughs> tell tell i mean, I'm telling you. I went to the DMV yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right, and you know how, like, if you look at social media, the news, and all that stuff, you'll be like, Girl, the world sucks. People just hate yeah. each other." Right. I went yeah. to the DMV yesterday. It was so, and when I got I hopped out, I said, "Look at this long ass line." I said, "I'm going to go home." I got off that line. I got in that line. It was so long, but the whole experience was so enlightening. So, um, I love it. It was amazing, you know, because you see all these people, like, no one was upset that this line kept wrapping around the people. Like, I noticed, I could see people that didn't know each other talking to one another. but like, I was talking to the lady in front, people in the back, like, you thought they came together. And I was like, these people are really just appreciating and accepting. Like, they're more enlightened that we would take, something was taken away from us, and now here we are. You know, because people are in such a rush to get here, do this, do that. Oh, I don't want to be here. But it's more like, Uh, people you know like usually when you cut into someone's conversation like my sister because i thought i wasn't gonna make it i was hungry she brought me some (laughs) jack and the lady in front of us she's listening to us and she just turns around and she's like cutting in and we're just like no no you're welcome like you want to know more you know most people are like we're not talking to you like what (laughs) you know and I, i came home my observance of that day was i said that was actually a beautiful day just to be at the DMV and you could do nothing. You had no yeah. control but to be there for your registration, your ID, whatever you needed. But what was important about it, even the employees were pleasant. You know what I mean? And just, uh, it's such an experience where like, you're like, no one was just like worked up or like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It's like, it's my turn. Okay, great. Kind of like you didn't, you just wanted to stay there because you didn't have yeah. to go to work. You didn't have to do anything.
1: You're like, okay, okay, I got to stay here. Like
0: <laughs> so <we're not> <laughs> and so oh, i came I home it. feeling like so we don't appreciate those moments
1: right the little the little things that uh, you you hit it on the head it's i mm-hmm. think we're starting to understand that we have it pretty good and that uh, mm-hmm. we got to continue to just engage in the moments and not right. uh forget that
0: yeah I kinda wanna go back to the DMV. <laughs>
1: it's your Disney World.
0: <laughs> oh, I love I love it. I appreciate you. I know there's so much more to cover and to talk about. I would love to have you back on. Oh, I would definitely um, love to. T- yes, yes. You're you're like, I've done many. And let me say you're one of the most pleasant. <laughs> like it's a great time.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a great conversation. I love it.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Well, we did cover where where the listeners can can find you. Is there anything that you would want to leave? Like a, if you have like a, a logo, a slogan that you like to leave with people?
1: Yeah, I always tell people, you know, um, life doesn't get easier. Um, you just get stronger when you follow your passion. So go out there and live it. I think that's um, something that everybody should just uh, take into account and and go out there and do. That's some good
0: stuff right there, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea when i get off of here the shit that i want to go do
1: <laughs> i love it that's all it is it's, it's one thing that just has set the fire right, right? Set the fire.
0: yes it. you have set it off excuse my language but i feel like i'm a bad bitch right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what we have to have that's what we have to have i love it
0: thank you so much thank you guys this is the great and amazing Robert Feynman. Okay, before we go, the Ver Ver Verheist. Do you have to tell us what's Verheist? Am I saying it Dutch. right? Yep,
1: Verheist. Verheist. Ver yep.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Verheist.
1: Verheist. Yes. Thank you for clearing that
0: up for me. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys.
1: And so, everybody you. calls me Fireman Rob, it's so much easier,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I loved it. Um definitely definitely will keep in touch with you. You're always welcome here. This is a home to you.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you so much for spreading people's it. messages and, and yours as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. And to everybody, thank you once again. Definitely keep track of Mr. Robert Fireman, your host. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Do you think you can hang for like 30 seconds? while yeah, we? Definitely. All righty. Okay, guys, so tune in very soon. This is Fireman Rob and for Andy J. Thank you so much, guys, Voices of Courage. Right here on Anchor, you can create your own podcast, They give you all the tools that you need for free. They will distribute your podcast to many platforms. I've been on Anchor for a few years now. And I love it because I can edit, add music, and just use as much creativity as I want. I can format it. Everything that you need is right here. But I'm going to need you to do something for me because I want to hear your podcast. So I'm going to need you to go over to anchor.fm or just download the app right off of Google Play Store. But the important part is, is that you have a great time and you create a podcast that can change the world or somebody's life. Or you can just make people laugh. That's a good time too. Or just inform people. But either way it goes, it's your voice, your creativity, your show, and you can do it, so go on over to Google Play Store and get Anchor.